the volume. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecop, three and out podcast, Sunday night, uh, about 9.45 at night. Little, little late, but it's Super Bowl Sunday. I'm fired up. I'm excited and uh, have a lot of thoughts on the Super Bowl. And I had to write them all down just to kind of gather some of my thoughts. What I'm going to do, this is going to be a Super Bowl-only pod. There is a ton of other stuff going on. Obviously, Kyler Murray, biggest diva in the league. You got Garoppolo might get traded, car extension, uh, Carson Wentz. There, there's a ton of NFL news today. I'm going to talk about all that on Tuesday's podcast. This thing's going to be about the Super Bowl. And the way I'm going to do it, I'm just going to do the winners and losers. <laughs> and that's how I kind of broke it up, and we'll fire through all the different things that I saw, things that stuck out to me. 50 Cent's put on some LBs. 50 Cent's always been big, but man, he's looking big. 50 Cent is big. Uh, and yeah, so we will uh, we'll dive deep into this Super Bowl. The Los Angeles Rams, Super Bowl champs. Kind of crazy. Uh, they, they've won, in my lifetime now, a couple Super Bowls, right? I guess they were in St. Louis for one, but we'll talk about St. Louis. That sucks for them. But the stadium, uh, big night for Stan Kroenke, big night for Sean McVay, big night for Matt Stafford, obviously big night for Cooper Cup. Super Bowl MVP. Uh, Aaron Donald, retirement talk. <laughs> There's just a lot going on. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, 3 and Out, with me. I'm John Middlecoff. If you listen on Collins' feed, make sure you subscribe to the 3 and Out feed. Also, uh, Middlecoff Mailbag, at John Middlecoff is the Instagram. Slide up into those DMs. Get your question answered here on the show. We obviously do Mailbag on Tuesdays and on Fridays, and we will keep it rocking and rolling. I was My prediction was, I, I thought the Rams were going to kick their ass. And I'll be honest, when before Odell got hurt, Odell Beckham looked like kind of sweet Odell Beckham. I thought it was going to be, you know, 35 to 15 or something. And then he goes out and it kind of threw off the game. Uh, but I was wrong. I, I lost money because I had the Rams minus four. Actually, I had a minus four and a half. But kudos to the Bengals. They fought. They, they I mean, held on for dear life. And they got, they got damn close. I mean, they had a lead in the game with under two minutes to go. So that's, that was really, really impressive. Uh, so let's start with this. The winners and losers. And we're going to start with the winners. The Rams organization. You have to tip your hat to the way they operated. They have major balls. Cojones. 
They, I, I admire any person, any individual, any company that is willing to put all their chips in the middle of the table. It is easy to stay in the slow lane. It is easy to be conservative. It's hard to take big swings, especially when you're having success. And they risked it all multiple times this year. Now, the Matt Stafford trade, you could argue, was pretty easy, right? You're, you're upgrading a quarterback, but it's still risk, right? You're still giving up two first-round picks and a third-round pick. And it was they don't win the Super Bowl with Jared Goff. We all agree on that one. So that was a major home run. And then to me, even the crazier move was this guy kind of looked shot, this former you know, Super Bowl MVP. They trade a second and a third-round pick for Vaughn Miller. See how sweet he looked tonight? That sack that he had on Joe Burrow? So the Rams' organizational mindset is we'll do whatever it takes to win. They actually kind of operate like the fucking Yankees, right? Or, you know, the Lakers used to with like Dr. Jerry Buss. Like the Warriors, when they got kept, they will do anything. They will spend any amount of money. Their owner literally spent $6 billion to build that stadium. I was there a month ago. Place is sweet. Place is awesome. They hosted the Super Bowl this year, and then they won it. (laughs) Does it get any better than that? They risked everything. They gave all the picks. They spent whatever money it took to get all the players, and they hosted the Super Bowl, and they won it. Kudos to them. (laughs) You know, you just, you got to tip your hat to them. You know, Kroenke, he's worth billions of dollars. Now he's a Super Bowl champion. And, you know, it's kind of crazy because I guess we'll get to St. Louis a little bit later. Sean McVay. 36 years old, Super Bowl champion. Check his resume. All the guy's done for five years is win. He has seven playoff victories. Now he has a ring. And once you get the ring, we've seen it forever with coaches. It happened RIP. They're having the uh, the memorial tomorrow. I think Andy Reid and Ron Rivera, guys like that, are speaking tomorrow in Oakland on John Madden. But John Madden's life changed the moment he won that Super Bowl in the mid-70s. I've seen it, coaches in my lifetime, right? Tony Dungy, John Gruden. You win that one ring, it changes your life. Aaron Rodgers talked shit about Mike McCarthy for years. But having that ring, boom, Jerry gave him five years, $40 million. Mike McCarthy's the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Do you think Mike McCarthy's the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys and a Super Bowl champion? I don't think so. And right or wrong, now McVay has consistently won. And he's done it for a long time with Jared Goff. You gave, him, you gave him Matt Stafford one year, Super Bowl champion. Like this guy's career, and obviously their retirement talk, he's not going to retire. Did you read the article? Talk about clickbait. This is, I would, if I, if I ran a PR company, I would tell my people to never do print articles. Because you can't win. At least when I talk, there's a reason video's taken over. Because it's in context. You can see what I'm saying. When I do print articles, like McVay says he's going to retire. No, he said that maybe by 60, he'll be burned out. And listen, is McVay going to coach for the next 30 years? I don't know. But McVay ain't retiring, especially after he won the Super Bowl and his team's going to be the NFC favorite next year. Sean McVay immediately became a legend. Immediately. Sean Payton. A huge reason Sean Payton is going to be in such high demand, he's going to have a sweet TV job, is because when you introduce Sean Payton, you go, Super Bowl champion, Sean Payton. Not a guy that just won a lot of games, went to the playoffs a lot. Super Bowl champion. So when you meet Sean McVay moving forward, he's on the list of, he's 36 years old. 36 years old. One of the greatest home run hires I've ever seen. It's just, it's been incredible. The dude, all the dude does is win. And then you look at Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup. 
Let's start with Matt Stafford. The dude was in Detroit just losing all the time. And let's face it, most people, and I probably did this too, was like, you know, he just makes all this money, has nothing to show for it. Everyone loves the guy. He's really talented, but he's never going to win shit. And you got to give the guy credit. Like with the Rams, they had big balls. They took big swings. Matt Stafford took kind of his future into his own hands and went to the Ford family after the season last year. and was like, guys, I got to go. I can't play here anymore. It's time that we break up. Telling someone that you want to go your separate ways when you respect them is not easy. Anyone that's ever been dumped or broken up with or fired, like these are tough moments in life for any human being if you respect the other person. And he, he did it. And it changed his life, changed his career. Matt Stafford now will be introduced the rest of his life as Super Bowl champion. Now the Hall of Fame talk, he's got a ways to go. But the Rams do not win the Super Bowl without Matt Stafford. That's not even arguable. I don't think anyone listening would dispute that. And then Cooper Cup. He had, you know, I think Jerry had some seasons in the 80s that were pretty special. Uh, Obviously, Randy Moss had a pretty special season. This guy had one of the greatest years in the history of professional sports. How productive he was all season long, and then he went on to win the Super Bowl MVP. You could have justified voting for him as the NFL MVP. He was the most dominant wide receiver all season long. He dominated in the playoffs, and then he was the Super Bowl MVP and caught the game-winning touchdown. What a fucking season by the guy. That, incredible to watch. And I'm someone... I'm not anti-Cooper Cup, but I, I maybe I didn't consider him, like think he was as sweet as he probably was. And then I went to that Niner-Ram game week 18 and watched him live. I'm like, yeah, that guy's a badass. <laughs> that guy's elite. He's a star. An absolute superstar. And a little bit like Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, we all thought he was really good when he was with Jared Goff. They gave him Matt Stafford. He went to a completely different stratosphere. I mean, you have a couple more seasons like this, he's going to go to the Hall of Fame. Von Miller. The guy is a first ballot Hall of Famer and is I, I've seen Vaughn Miller because I used to go to Raider games is one of the best players I've ever seen live in his peak. An absolute force of nature. Unique player too, right? He's not, it's not like he's some 6'5 edge rusher. But there have been a select few guys that have been true speed edge rushers in the history of the sport that are as good as this guy. But when the Rams traded for him, I'll take the L on this. I thought it was moronic. I thought, how could you give that much for a guy that is doesn't have it anymore? And you watch the way this guy looked. He had a sack in the Week 18 game. He was awesome that entire playoff stretch for him. That, that trade, they, they would do that every day of the week and 50 times on Super Bowl Sunday again. That trade not only worked, it was very impactful for them. He helped their defense dominate in the playoffs and is a big reason that they're Super Bowl champs. So Vaughn Miller now has multiple Super Bowls. He was playing for a team that was not going to resign him and not going to the playoffs. He gets traded somewhat out of the blue. I mean, I don't think we expected him to get traded to the team that ended up winning the Super Bowl. And speaking of a guy like Vaughn, when you win the Super Bowl MVP, I was at that game when he caused that fumble against Cam Newton and he was in the peak of his powers. He was he was awesome. Well, Aaron Donald legitimately is in the peak of his powers. I think he's all we we all 
kind of come to the consensus. He's one of the greatest players, defensive defensive players, any position, D lineman, linebacker we've ever seen. He's accomplished everything. Pro Bowls, all pros, defensive players of the years, just a dominant, dominant force. And now he's a Super Bowl champ. And in that game, like to me, the thing that I'll remember about Aaron Donald won't be the final sack on Joe Burrow. It'll actually be the moment in the NFC Championship game where he gathered the entire defense before that last series, or maybe it was the last couple series against the 49ers, and he kind of gave a rah-rah speech. And one thing we've always heard about Aaron Donald is he's not the most outspoken guy. He kind of is a leader by example. He's a quieter guy. He's just a grinder. And when he gave that, you're like, this is this is pretty sweet. You know, it just kind of makes you like a sappy sports fan. Like, I respect the hell out of this guy. And he, he's, he's just a certified badass, an all-time great who, you know, already was a Hall of Famer. He didn't need a Super Bowl ring. But, like, legitimately, there's not anything he can't check off on his resume now. So it just a, it's just a fun player to watch, you know, and, and every single game. And we'll talk about Kyler Murray later this week. Like you watch that Arizona Cardinal game. They just, you know, Kyler just like didn't give a shit. Like Kyler, this isn't June. This isn't a baseball game against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Like this game kind of matters. You, you might want to try a little bit in this thing. They're up 28, nothing and 99 will start fights with the Arizona Cardinals today. Boom. He was involved in an altercation with some offensive linemen after he shoved Joe Burrow. That, that guy just gives a shit at the highest of high levels. When your best player on your team cares the most, is your hardest worker, and your best, you know, your most dominant player, like, you're just going to have a good team. I mean, it's just period, point blank. That's just the way it works. You want your best players to care the most and be the hardest workers because then everyone follows suit. And the Rams, you know, I, he's got to be on the short list. He might be the greatest draft pick in the history of the franchise. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. 
Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Joe Burrow, big winner. I know he didn't win necessarily today, but this season, you know, he just kind of threw himself on the map. We already knew how sweet he was at LSU, and everyone liked him, and now we just are going to consider this guy a superstar player. Now, they're going to have to do a better job of protecting him, but Chase is going nowhere. Higgins is going nowhere. Mixon's going nowhere. They have a lot of firepower. This guy's just a fun player. You know, when I, when I think, when I, the reason I like watching pro sports is I like watching the best players. And to me, when I think, like, who do you want to watch? I want to watch guys like Joe Burrow play football. He is just thoroughly enjoyable. It's not just that he's talented, it's he's tough. Uh, I, I have a lot of respect for Joe Burrow. Uh, Van Jefferson, his wife, her water broke. She had a baby during the game. So he wins the game, sprints to the hospital. Super Bowl champion, baby born. Does it get much better than that? What, what'd you do today? I won the Super Bowl and had a baby. I'm a father, Super Bowl champ. What'd you do today? Not a bad day. Big winner. Number 12. Dr. Dre Snoop Dogg. The Chronic came out in 1992. Doggy Style, which I will go to war for. I think it's the best rap album ever. Uh, and part again, I'm biased. It's one, you know, kids listening. If you're like 25 listening to this, we used to have these things when I was a kid in the mid-90s called like Tower Records. If you wanted to listen to music not on the radio, you would have to go into the record store and buy a CD or a tape cassette. And when you're young, you know, in like 95, 96, when I'm trying to buy all these, you know, Tupac and Snoop Dogg albums 
too short, big hit around here too, E40. They had these things that say parental advisory on the album. And I think you had to be like over 13 or 14. They won't sell you the CD. So you always had to have like older kids you know or older brother or cousin buy the CD for you. And Doggy Style, probably of the first five, definitely I hadn't bought 10 CDs in my life. It was it was one of the first CDs I've ever bought. Because uh, I knew some older people that just you know, obviously had grown up. You know, I, I saw some people tweeting today like, uh, you know, the, the NFL is going for the younger generation. There are no more Rolling Stones or Aerosmith. They're going with Dr. Dre and Snoop. Dr. Dre's, Dr. Dre and Snoop are like 55 years old. Hell, Eminem is 49 years old. You know, these guys, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, their first albums came out. I was born in 84. Their first album came out. I was eight, seven. You know, when I was in junior high, Snoop Dogg was rapping with like Master P and No Limit Records. These guys are actually, Dr. Dre, if you watch the NAA movie, they were making music in like the mid 80s. This guy's been at it for a long time. They're playing actually to an older crowd than you think. You know, this ain't, they're not rolling out Justin Bieber or hell, Drake. Like these guys are much older than I think we give them credit for being like young and hip. No, they're old. Hell, 50 cents. When did his album come out? When I was in high school? Get Richard Die Trying, 99, 2000. That's a, that's a long, maybe it was a little 02, but I mean, that's you're talking 20 years ago, 2022. Uh, but they still got it. My, my only beef with the halftime show was they just didn't ride Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. Like those guys came ready to rock and roll and just dominate. Like they were bright light guys bringing it for their city. And they like, I, I didn't need 50 Cent. You know, I, I like Mary J, but, you know, I, I could have just had Dr. Dre snoop the entire time. Maybe a little Eminem. 50, you know, 50 look big. <laughs> Did 50 get the late call? Like, hey, bro, you're doing Super Bowl halftime? Cut a little weight? Uh, it looks like, you know, 50, 50 ain't, you know, missing many meals. Uh, losers. Bengals. They literally lost the game. And, uh, I mean, they were winning. They They played a game. I mean, it crossed my mind several times in the second half, like, the Cincinnati Bengals are going to be the Super Bowl champions. Once Odell was out, the Rams' offense was really off. Uh, they just couldn't really move the ball. I got to give Cincinnati's defensive coordinator credit. He's been awesome. If you would have told Cincinnati Bengal fans, you're going to hold the Rams to 23 points before the game, every single one of them would have signed up for that. They would have been cool with it. Matt Stafford threw multiple interceptions. This is the thing with Matt Stafford. You know, I, I give him his flowers here, but... You know, he's going to throw some picks. He's like a poor man's Favre. Does some crazy things. Also does some great things because he is really talented. But you get in a position where you can win the Super Bowl, like there's no guarantee you ever get back. When when you're leading in the second half of the Super Bowl, in the fourth quarter of a Super Bowl, you just got to find a way to get it done. But when you can't block anybody, I mean, talk about a loser group. Is The, the Bengals' offensive line is atrocious. They, they can't block average players, let alone Aaron Donald. So you get in this situation where... Third and one, they give it to Pirine. It, you're acting like Joe Mixon is some change of pace back. Mixon is a beast. Hand him the ball. If you're going to run in that situation, which I don't have a problem with. I'm not Mr. Anti-Run guy. I'm pro-running the football. I like running the football at established toughness. Hand it to your best fucking player. Not the backup running back. I, I don't get, I don't, I hate that play. And then on fourth and one, to go five wide, that means you're going to have their the best unit on the Rams is those pass rushers. And you're going to get multiple 
whether it's Vaughn Miller, whether it's obviously Aaron Donald who made the play in a situation where they're going to be one-on-one with an offensive lineman, where your offensive line sucks. They got two guys that aren't just Hall of Famers, first ballot Hall of Famers, Vaughn Miller and Aaron Donald. More than likely, one of those two guys is going to smoke one of your offensive linemen and hit your quarterback, who was getting peppered all game long. I hated that play call. I would have rather run it again than run that play. Because when you have a pass play in a fourth and one situation, you're going to run quick routes, right? Quick ins, outs, slants, whatever. Pick play. If it doesn't hit right away, Joe's kind of a sitting duck. Because I know you can't pass block. I, I, I hated that situation. And listen, I'm not... I know there was some talk on the on the interweb about the refs. But listen, I, I hate defensive holding. I, I think it's consistently poorly called. It's always a ticky-tack call. But... I don't know, man. I, I'm not blaming that game on the refs. Uh, so Zach Taylor, who we found out through Adam Schefter today, is paid like he coach at Boise State. Now, listen, most of us take $3.75 million. But when you're in an industry, listen, money's all relative. So when Zach Taylor a couple years ago got $3.75 million, he probably never made that much, obviously, right? He's the quarterback coach or the offensive coordinator for Sean McVay, probably making a million dollars. So he he... Almost 4X is a salary. But then you go, well, I'm in my industry. I'm the lowest paid guy. I just, that's just embarrassing. It really is. And listen, I get the Bengals are cheap or whatever. But like the going rate for just a a new coach in the NFL is like $6 million. Joe Judge was making like $6.5 million. Robert Sala was making $7 million. Now, whether they're worth it or not, I don't know. But being worth it or not, that's not the way industries work. There's industry standards. And he's the lowest paid guy. Now, are they going to give him, what are they going to do? I, I don't know. I mean, do I think Zach Taylor is a big time coach? I do not. I'm not even trying to act like I don't necessarily blame Mike Brown, but I also, I think it does reflect your organization. Like, you know, Sean McVay is about to get a contract since he's going to make 20 fucking million dollars a year. Kyle Shanahan makes like 15. So Sean, Sean Payton and Andy Reid. Like that's just, Zach Taylor just got your team to a Super Bowl. Like that's, I just the 3.75. Now, if I'm Mike Brown, I'm not happy with those two play calls, but that's I thought that was pretty embarrassing for the organization. $3.75 million? Justin Wilcox at Cal. They, they have people that that protest in Berkeley that sleep in trees and poop in the trees. They're paying him $4 million a year. The Cal football coach makes more than the Cincinnati Bengals football coach. Uh, the Niners and Chiefs. You could probably even throw the Bills in there, too. I know they lost a couple rounds ago. Got to be thinking, like, God, we could have won the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, if if Mahomes didn't play the worst half of his career, if the Bills had won that game, and if the Niners beat the Rams, like, I just think those teams are watching the Super Bowl going, God, we could have been Super Bowl champs. <laughs> you know, that's it's going to be hard for those teams to sleep. Uh, The city of St. Louis. <laughs> you know... Stan is from Missouri. So he is one of yours. And he basically got in on the team a long time ago with the with the grand view of ultimately moving them to Los Angeles. So he's one of yours. Like if you're from Northern California and you bought the 49ers and your whole goal was to like get the 49ers to, you know, let's say Vegas didn't have a team like move them to Vegas. You know, you would be, we, we would never look at you the same in this area 
right? Or if I if I bought the Chicago Bears to try to move them to some other city, and I was from Chicago, Stan gave you guys the middle finger. Then he moved the team to LA. They hosted the Super Bowl. They're going to keep hosting Super Bowls, and they just won the Super Bowl. And then he lost a lawsuit. You guys sued him for breaking, you know, whatever the the lease agreement was. And the NFL, he he just paid you guys like a billion dollars to shut up and go away. He just he hates you guys. <laughs> you know that that would piss me off if I was a St. Louis re, uh, resident. Stan Kroenke, Super Bowl champ. God, I I can't get over Fifty Cent. That guy. I mean, remember when he was young, he was like jacked. He was in great. He looked like a linebacker. Now he just kind of looks like a fat guy. Uh, I, I thought his performance was bad. And I love 50 Cent, uh, but I, I just didn't think he was needed. I, I just didn't think he was needed at all. Like, this is, he's from New York. Like, g- give me Dr. Dre, give me Snoop. I, I just wanted more of them. I just wanted more Dr. Dre. I want more Snoop Dogg. And even give me some Eminem. But I, I do not need 50 Cent. I also thought that Eminem and 50 Cent aren't boys anymore. Did they, did they broker a peace agreement for those guys to be hanging out? Uh, maybe I'm not up to date on their uh, on the drama between the two of them. Uh, this also shows, I think, the big loser, the Clippers. You know, you got to win and you got to win fast out West because we just get bored, especially in Southern California. They can go to the beach. They got a bunch of shit to do. There's 50 million people down there. It's hard to gain market share. The Rams have gone to LA. They built a palace. They've gone to two Super Bowls in whatever, three years, and they're Super Bowl champs. Like, that's how you do it. If I'm Steve Ballmer, like I got to do what they're doing. Now, you know, it's different because the Rams are, they don't have like the Lakers to go up against, but like you got to win when you go to Los Angeles and you got to give the Rams credit. They accomplished their goal relatively fast. The stadium's awesome. They won the Super Bowl at home. Pretty cool. And then last but not least is, is Al Michaels going to go to Amazon? He's going to leave NBC to do Super Bowls, Sunday Night Football, the number one show in America to just go to Bezos for a bunch of money. It's not like, I mean, he makes huge money now, but he's going to do Thursday night football on, doesn't that seem kind of weird? Like, I don't want Al Michaels. I was also kind of hoping that if Joe Burrow had led them on a game-winning drive and a game-winning touchdown, could Al Michaels have dropped 40-plus years later, do you believe in miracles? I was really kind of on the edge of my seat wanting Joe Burrow. And listen, I had bet on the Rams, but once Hecker messed up that I wasn't going to cover anyway, I, I ended up kind of rooting for the Bengals. Is I wanted Al Michaels as Joe Burrow through game winning touchdowns, the Higgins or Chase to say, Do you believe in miracles? That because I do think you can, you know, go back to the well on a call like that if Joe Burrow had done that. Because nobody thought this season that the Cincinnati Bengals were going to win the Super Bowl. Obviously, they didn't because they can't block a soul. I mean, they can't. Do you know what's kind of overrated? Offensive line play. Because the Bengals literally were winning in the Super Bowl with a terrible offensive line. Now, would I rather have good offensive line than bad offensive line? Of course. But if you have a good coach and you have a star quarterback, you can overcome average offensive line play. Someone tweeted at me the other day like, can we talk about the 49ers right tackle situation? I was like, I don't even give a shit. If Trey Lance is good and Kyle Shanahan's good, their right tackle can be an average guy. Most teams don't have good two good tackles. Most teams don't have three good offensive linemen. It's why quarterbacks make all the money. Because when you have a star quarterback, you can overcome average offensive line play. The Rams' offensive line is not that great. It's 
it's better than the Bengals, but they just won the Super Bowl. A- Andrew Whitworth, nothing but respect for the guy, is 40 years old. Was a starting left tackle, 40 years old. O- oldest offensive lineman in the history of the Super Bowl. So it's not offensive line. Line plays matter, but like you can overcome it. Happens every year. Most teams, hell, I worked in the NFL for three years. We were always trying to replace like at minimum two of our offensive linemen. If you went around the NFL and talked to every coach and every GM, said how many offensive linemen on your team, starters of the five, can you upgrade? Would you be okay with upgrading? At minimum, every team would have two or three guys. There are only so many Trent Williams, right? And Quentin Nelsons. Most guys are closer to average than they are really good. And that's where the quarterback play comes in, which we will get to this week. Kyler, God, I mean, Kyler Murray, man. Bro, I mean, can we just call him Ben Simmons Jr.? Like, is it always something, man? This is this just a drama queen. Uh, we'll get into Kyler, Carson Wentz. I mean, there's be a meaty podcast come Tuesday. But congrats to the Rams. Sean McVay, Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup. Beckham and his torn knee, maybe, maybe not, maybe just a sprain. Aaron Donald, Vaughn Miller, two Super Bowls. Eric Weddle, shit, off the couch, retired to be Super Bowl champ. Good thing he picked up that phone call. Les Snead, Stan Kroenke. Uh, talk to you guys Tuesday. Adios. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.